0: Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode. So today's episode is how to stop sabotaging your future self. Now, in a previous episode, episode number 18, which the link's in the show notes if you want to listen to that one, I talked about how to care for your future self so, and actually in episode, I think it was, I don't know, like 58 or 60, um, let me actually look real quick, it was, yeah, episode 60, I talked about All Roads Lead To, so this is kind of the accumulation of all of that, so All Roads Leads To is your your guidepost, your, your North Star, so it helps you make decisions. Caring for your future self and sabotaging your future self. I, I feel like they're both the same side of the coin. And then the coin is like, okay, what coin am I even trying to uh, get get to begin with? But there is a difference between, in my opinion anyway, caring for your future self and sabotaging your future self. So I was actually having a conversation earlier today with someone and we were talking and he is in his mid-20s and... Um, and he was talking about how there are these things he wanna he wants to achieve. There's these goals he has. There's these desires he have. Um, and he said it was easy for me because I have confidence. And I'm like, no, I don't have confidence per se. My belief is the only reason why I even have confidence in things, right? And I, I had a cup in my hand, and I'm like, the only reason why I have confidence that I could sell you this cup is because I've sold this, you know, metaphorical cup 50 times. So confidence for me comes from the fact that I've done it over and over and over again. So I know what to expect. Um, confidence doesn't make a therefore make it easy for me to have results and so I was thinking about that having that conversation with him and we talked about a couple of other things and I was like oh he's sabotaging his future self so that's what intentionally inspired this episode. And then on top of it, I have a bunch of really good juicy uh, journal prompts that you can go ahead and get. Um, but if you've been with me before, you know, the drill, if not, if you're new, welcome. Uh, Normally what I'll do is I'll go over the episode and then there's journal prompts. And then if you like, you could go ahead and buy the downloadable PDF, um, over at the shop page, all the links that I talk about, everything that's going to be in there is going to be in the show notes. um, so it's easy if there's something that you're interested in that I've talked about previous episode or the journal prompts or whatever it is, you can just click on the show the show notes link and it'll take you right there. So with that being said, let's dive into how to stop sabotaging your future self. So stopping the sabotage, right? A lot of I've been thinking a lot about this a lot. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I've been thinking about sabotage. I've been thinking about growth. I've been thinking about what holds us back, but more so why. You know, right now in the age of the internet, the age of Google, you know, again, I always like to date myself, you know, I'm 30, I'm 33 and... At the time of this recording. And, you know, I remember a world where dial-up internet was a thing. I remember a world where it was faster to go to the library and get your resources that you needed from the library than it was to go online. I saw the onboarding of cell phones. I saw the onboarding of social media and all of these things. So I'm one of those last generations, or probably the last generation, that grew up you know and remembers a world clearly before there was streaming and before there was internet to compare to the world we have now so i'm always fascinated in a sense of well why are we sabotaging when we have all of this information at our fingertips we could go online we could go on youtube we could ask a friend we could go into a forum we could go on the socials and ask for an opinion poll like there's all these things i mean ben watches the amount of youtube is videos Ben has playing in the background is like epic. But he's constantly learning more and more and more and more and more. So I I wonder, you know, why? Oh, here we go. I'm getting deep. I'm starting to fidget. But I was wondering, why are we not adopting the information that is being thrown at us or at least even going out to get the information that's at our fingertips? And I wasn't really having a clear vibe on what that is. And then it actually came to me, like I said earlier today, that it was because we're sabotaging our future selves. Um, the core principle, at least of why I think we sabotage our future self or even our current self is because we are afraid we can't handle more. So let me give you a very clear example as to why I believe it is based in a fear of we can't handle more. I had a horrible, horrible, horrible website for like a hot minute. I don't know, maybe two or three years, maybe two years, let's say so. My first website that I built, which I actually still have a screenshot of it. I kind of love it just because it was my first website. I think I built it in, I don't know, let's say 2009, something like that. I built it myself. I bought my domain name. Um, It was called Homemakers Reference. I don't have it anymore. I just have like the screenshots of like the pages. Um, I don't have the domain anymore. But... I wanted to talk online about what it was like to be a young wife because I think I was—I had only been married maybe two or three years at that time and I was like 21, 22. Um, And so I felt like I didn't have anyone I could connect with or I could talk with or I could share some of the things that I was learning. And I'm like, man, I wish that there was a website that I could go to and I could learn all these things. So I started Homemakers Reference and that began the journey of me self-building websites. Now, I have never been shy or afraid of using a theme like I paid for different themes throughout the years. I actually was looking uh, right before I rebuilt my website for probably like the 10th time. Um, And I don't even think I'm exaggerating at that. Uh, I went through my old like themes that I had purchased in the past and paid for and I'm like, okay, well maybe some of these other themes will make sense and I can, you know, refresh my website because I was looking at some feedback from someone and the information, the, the amount of effort they were going to, through to try and get information off my website. Like I felt like I should have given them a gold star or at least a medal or something, right? Or like, a you know, like a hug emoji because they were so patient with my shitty ass old website that I was like, oh, my God, this, can, this cannot happen anymore. And, of course, I reached out to one of my besties and I'm having a conversation with her and we're sending each other vo- voice memos back and forth. And it came down to you know, one night I just couldn't take it anymore. So I went online and I went and looked at a bunch of different themes that I could go ahead and buy. And then obviously tweak to make it my own. And I found the theme after like an hour of digging, I got really clear on what I wanted. Um, I paid attention to my emotions and I got really, really clear. And I was like, okay, boop, there's the theme. I found the theme and I was like, I'm going to buy it. And it was, it was about 150 bucks, which In the position I'm in right now, like, I I could buy it and it not even be a thing, right? Had it been 10 years ago, like, I would have had to have saved up for it. And there's nothing wrong with either of those scenarios, whether you have the money, whether you have to save up for the money, whether you put it on a credit card, none of that's wrong, right? But that $150 purchase to make my life better, because again, I'm spending hours Creating the content, creating the podcast, writing the show notes, working with Walinda to have her go backwards and kind of clean up some of my old website pages. She's actually doing a bunch of uh, updating the form of the formatting in the background um, for older website pages so that the-, the experience is universal. Having, you know, paying her to do my YouTube channel, all of these things, right? So a lot of effort is being expensed into this website, into this blog, so that I can communicate my message so I can help more people. And the amount of effort that I'm putting in compared to the amount of wafering I did about purchasing a $150 theme template, which again, the money wasn't the reason. It was, and this is where I come back to that original idea. It was because I thought I couldn't handle anymore. And when I recognize that, I'm like, oh my God, this is so dumb. You know, if I was a multimillionaire, if I was future Maggie 10 years from now, she would be laughing at this. She would be laughing at the struggles I'm having. She would be like, you know, you can handle more. You can handle more people buying your affiliate courses. You can handle more people buying your regular courses. You can handle more people buying your links on your Etsy store. You can handle more traffic. You can handle getting back on social media and creating um, a rhythm that fits you and doesn't, you know, fit into the the, you know, quote unquote experts of, oh, you have to post this many times on this platform. If not, nothing's ever going to happen. You know, like you can handle all the, it's not that big of a deal. And, And she would be just like laughing her ass off at me. And so I was like, oh, wow. So this is a two part thing, you know, and this is again, what inspired the episode. It's the bigger picture of it. So because I admitted to wanting to be a multimillionaire and because I never in a bajillion years could have thought I would have admitted that. I also admitted to like, you know, some of my fertility struggles I've been going through. Like There's a lot of things I've admitted on this podcast, which always goes back to all roads leads to becoming a multimillionaire and blah, 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 right? Well, If I am sabotaging future Maggie, who is a multimillionaire, I will never get there. I don't care how many goals I do. I don't care how many journal prompts I do. I don't care how I I change my vibe. I clear my energy. I buy this course. I buy that course. If I am doing it, it's like It's like this, right? If you're on a diet, I'm trying to think of the clearest example. If you're on a diet, right, and you are throughout the day, being really good, you're not snacking. You're being mindful of your calories. Blah 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 blah. Right? You're you're clean as a whistle. You're eating ton of veggies. Whatever. Right? You're you're doing what have been what would you would consider like the most optimal form of diet. If you do that all during the day, but then nighttime comes and you stand in front of your pantry and you eat an entire bag of M and M's, well, you've just sabotaged all the work you just did that morning. And then if you go to bed and do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again you have that same routine perfect during the day m&m bag at night perfect during the day m&m bag at night perfect during the day hershey bar bag at night like if you're doing that you're clearly sabotaging yourself well it's the same concept when you're sabotaging your future self on specific things for me one of the things was the website the website was a canary in the coal mine, as to you clearly are afraid that you can't handle more. You can't handle more success. You can't handle more people listening to your episodes. You can't handle people, more people buying from you. You can't handle supporting more people. You have this un, unrecognized fear that you can't handle more. So therefore, you're going to have the world's worst website. You're going to continuously not work on improving it. You're going to continue to band-aid a really, really not necessarily bad theme, but a theme that you have outgrown. So the theme I used to use, for anyone that cares, it was a theme. It's all on WordPress, so I've always owned my own domain, right? Um, and I've always bought other themes and then put it on the WordPress and then built it. I, I'm not a fan of Squarespace or any of those other third-party websites where you don't own the platform. Like, if something happens, it's because I hit a button, not because, you know, some investor said, hey, I want you to change your whole platform. Don't get me started on like Squarespace. They're they're not they're not my they're not my vibe. Anywho, I wasn't trying to squash, uh, trash them. But so I've owned my own domain. I've owned my own website, and I've had this theme called Divi, which years ago when I bought it and I bought the lifetime membership because it really did make sense. Again, it was a hundred like forty or fifty bucks. Like I don't know, eight years ago, six years ago, but it made sense because the theme was very ahead of its time, and there wasn't a lot of bloat in it, and you could go ahead and you can turn things on, you can turn things off, and you could build and customize uh, your website very, very easily. Over time, as they have rolled out updates, they have turned this theme, which was very DIY user-friendly, into a theme that was higher than my skill set. It's still a phenomenal theme. It's still something I highly recommend for someone that has a coding background, like I can do baby, baby level coding, like I'm talking like baby level coding, I can manipulate things, I can move things around, I can quote unquote, design things, it's more considered UI design than like website coding. I can do that stuff, right? I'm a good DIYer, but I'm not a website coder. And as the theme started to outgrow me, and I should have turned and looked for another solution. Again, I go back to the fear. Of I can't handle more I double down. So this is the same thing as if we go back to that dieter You know example that I was using you're doing super clean during the day And then you pick out on a bag of m&ms at night, right? You know you you, you start to recognize in the same scenario. Hey What i'm doing isn't working and i'm starting to gain a little weight Well, you know, I've only gained about five pounds, and I can lose five pounds, so it's not that big of a deal. I can let it go. It's okay. I can still eat my whole bag of M&Ms at night, but only eat like a rabbit during the day. It'll all wash out in the long run. And what you don't realize is that, uh, I'm totally mixing all my metaphors today, but what you don't realize is that if you haven't heard, it's the, it is the, I think it's the lobster. It's a lobster in the pot that they get put into the pot, and the water slowly turned up and they slowly are boiled alive, which is a horrific thing to say, but the lobster is being so gradually turned up and exposed to more and more and more that they don't recognize it till the end. And my intention is for you to, if you are in that proverbial pot, for you to recognize like, oh, it's warmer than I like. I'm not liking this. Let's not get cooked alive and let's stop sabotaging. And I just mixed, again, all the metaphors, but bear with me. So when I recognized, going back to the website, right, which was one of the inspirations for this episode, when I recognized that by me wafering and not spending the $150 on a theme and spending the, I don't know, a handful of days to go ahead and rebuild the website, there's still a couple of pages I have to rebuild, I need to work with Walinda to fix some other things. But when I recognized that I was putting that off, not because of money, not because of time, not because of knowledge, but because I was afraid I couldn't handle more, that is when I recognized that, again, I was sabotaging Maggie 10 years from now. I was sabotaging the woman that is sitting there looking at me because I always meet her in a, a Barnes & Noble coffee shop. Like, that just, I don't know why, but that is apparently my spirit animal's home. <laughs> but I am sabotaging that woman that's supposed to be sitting in front of me. And she's just sitting there shaking her head and going, bruh. What are you doing? What are you so afraid of? If you can't handle it, we can change things because clearly you made it here, but why are you making it hard to get from where you are to where I am right now? Like she's having this conversation with me and that's why I want you to start thinking about your future self. So where are you sabotaging this? all of this time and this energy and this passion and this desire to change or to make more money or to clear your mindset up, or you know, get rid of bad habits. Whatever it is, right? It it doesn't matter. Maybe I didn't even bring it up, but whatever the thing that instantly popped into your head is, why are you sabotaging yourself? Is it because you look were like me? You were afraid that you couldn't handle it. Is you know, is your thing your proverbial website? You know, where you consistently for a couple of years struggle unnecessarily because you either don't think you can handle more or you don't believe you can deserve more or you have this oh my god my favorite is you don't believe it can be that easy you do not trust in ease you have not built up a a uh, belief system that easy is good instead you might be like you know i was or like a lot of americans are where we believe easy is bad we have been conditioned in this i don't know What is it, Protestant? No, not Protestant. Um, I don't know. We've been conditioned in this culture. Let's just leave it at that. Let's leave religion out of it. We've been conditioned in this culture that if something comes easy to you, if something comes natural to you, well, then you're not working hard enough or you're not working in the right thing or you should go ahead and elevate and up-level from there and this is constant growth, growth, growth. But it's not saying that you shouldn't refine your skills, that you shouldn't pour into yourself. Just like, and let's go back to the website. There's nothing saying that when I recognize that the theme that I had had a couple of years ago wasn't working for me, I could have gone out and bought another theme. And then I could have gone and bought out, you know, the theme I have now. There's nothing saying I couldn't have done all of that, right? Growth and evolution are okay. But when you're consistently sabotaging yourself, because you're afraid of what the, the future looks like, well, then you're, you're just spinning your wheels. You're going to be the person that's standing, standing in front of the pantry, eating the bag of M&Ms and wondering why you're 15 pounds overweight, but yet you're not willing to stop and put down the bag of M&Ms. Or at least say, you know what? I recognize I have a problem. I recognize I eat really, really good during the day. And I recognize that at night I show my face full of bag of M&Ms. Maybe I'm not ready to completely cold turkey because it just feels too hard, but maybe I can eat a a, a portion less. Maybe I can eat a handful less. Maybe I can only eat M&M's every other day. Maybe I can only eat M&M's every two or three days. And you titrate yourself back off of this cliff. You know, one of the things I I don't understand in regards to why we sabotage ourselves, again, when I was bringing up, you know, we have access to all this information, is we have access to addiction behavior, we have access to psychology, we have access to why our brain and our chemicals do what they do. But yet, we're still afraid. And this is where I circle back to, you know, it's sometimes it's the fear that you can't handle more. Sometimes it's the fear that, you know, easy is the devil, you know, and it's not the only way you are going to get to bloom into the person you want to become is by recognizing the fear and then if you're like me you're going to journal prompt it out so that you can get out of your head and you can see all the crazy mishmash that's going on there and you can disprove and say oh my god all of this is completely not true and another thing too is it, it, it can sometimes be a non-physical thing, right? So it can be boundaries. So You could be sabotaging your boundaries. And one thing that I used to do a lot years ago, I'm not that horrible about it now, very rarely do I slip, but was I, I would say yes to everything. So instead of pausing or let me think about it or let me look at my calendar or any of that stuff, right? None of that came out of my mouth. My first answer was always yes. And so then I will double, triple, and quadruple book myself with commitments, with um, obligations and not necessarily all like physical commitments, but maybe I would obligate myself to like three or four things and give myself the same timeline for all four things when they all needed their own individual timelines. So you can still sabotage yourself in the fact of boundaries. It can be an emotional thing. And I needed to learn to say no, I needed to learn that people weren't going to hate me. I needed to learn that I can handle telling people no and that I wouldn't implode and die and that people would still either like me or leave me, but it didn't matter because I was allowed to be true to myself. And, and I stopped sabotaging my schedule and my time. And it, it took time. I had, It took like six months for me to, to not have the gut reaction of if I say no, they're not going to like me. But my point being, it could be something physical. It could be something emotional. It could be something that's a boundary. It could be a money thing. You know, I know tons of people. Oh my God, this one drives me nuts. I know tons of people that, if they have, and I've done this in the past, so don't think I'm like shaming. I'm totally not shaming in any capacity. Hence why I talk about Drop Your Money Struggle, the, the course from Amanda into Frances so much, and why I'm so obsessed about being like an affiliate for her. Because I use that course all the freaking time. But what I used to do a lot is anytime there was extra money in the account like it had to go somewhere it had to go into a savings account it had to go into a fun account it had to go into a bill it had to go onto a credit card it had to go somewhere because it was not safe for money to stay in the account for money to just sit there it just it wasn't safe like i was just a neurotic mess right so instead of letting the money sit there or again where i sabotaged our future selves was I would just take it and I would put it on a credit card and I would pay a little bit extra on the credit card. And you might be thinking, well, Margaret, that's good. You should be paying extra on the credit cards, but not to the point where you're sabotaging yourself where you don't have a rainy day fund. And because you don't have a rainy day fund, you therefore have to rely on credit cards. And I, and this is the, one of the most things that just blew my mind, right? As we started making more money and as I got comfortable just letting it sit there, paid what we needed to it's not like we shafted any of our bills but paid what we needed to and the rest of it could just sit there anytime something came up whether it was a bigger purchase whether it was a purchase of a piece of equipment and it could have been a piece of equipment that was like a chainsaw that we needed for the property or it could be you know money for a tractor or whatever the scenario was right but anytime one of those scenarios came up Because I was comfortable letting the money sit there and taking care of future Maggie, knowing that future Ben and Maggie are going to need this money, so it's okay to let it sit there, I didn't sabotage ourselves, and therefore we haven't had to rely on credit cards. When... I did the complete opposite and I'm like, Oh my God, the money has to move somewhere because if it doesn't, then I'm going to magically manifest a bill or manifest an expense or it's just going to get lost or whatever. I don't know. Like the, the, the bank fairies are going to come and, you know, eat it and put it in, you know, wherever socks go in the middle of the night. I was sabotaging myself with my money mindset. So there's all these different retarded ways we can sabotage ourselves. We can, do all of these things, we can hold ourselves back, and I just want you to start recognizing what you're doing and start digging into a little bit more as to why. You know, sometimes, like I said, a big, two big ones for me was easy is the devil. Therefore, it can't be easy. I must struggle if I didn't struggle. If I did not struggle, I did not earn it. I did not deserve it. I was not worthy of it. It was not going to stay around long. Easy used to be the devil. For me, easy is no longer the devil. Um, Same thing with outsourcing. They're all in the same bubble for me. Um, so it used to be either easy was the devil or I am not built to handle more than what I'm at. I'm at my capacity. Um, and I have proven over and over and over again that both of those are completely not true and that it's just a matter of changing my mindset, dropping things off, picking things up, you know, kind of reshuffling to, to fit who I currently am so that I can handle what's going on and I can move on. And a lot of it too is as you start to, so here's why you want to do all this work, right? Like I've talked for 20 something minutes about sabotaging and standing in front of the pantry eating M&Ms because, oh my God, I bought a bag of M&Ms the other day and they were so expensive and I'm like, ah, inflation, M&Ms, you're not supposed to be expensive. Anywho. That's why m and are on the mind, apparently. But the reason why you should care about am I sabotaging my future self is because of all, it, and this is where it goes back to the woo, right? We've talked about the physical, we've talked about the practical, let's talk about the spiritual. So the woo is going to get interrupted. Opportunities, um, things that could come your way, things that you could get recommended for, things that could just quote-unquote feel like it magically happens, which I go back to opportunities all of that is getting shut the fuck down because you are constantly sabotaging yourself and here's the practical part of that right so say you're at work and you're running around like a crazy person and you're a hot mess and you're not owning your shit and staying calm and doing your thing and moving on say so you're you know you're getting the job done but you're getting the job done in such a painful way that when the promotion comes up no one's going to think of you. Or even if you put your hat in the ring, they're going to be like, oh, God, why would we want her? She, all she does is make everything look hard, make everything look stressful. She doesn't solve problems. You know, it doesn't matter that she's technically qualified for the job. She's clearly not fit. So that would be another example of sabotaging yourself, right? You know, there's, and, and I, can't, I can't know, you know, because I'm not sitting in front of you in a coffee shop preferably always a coffee shop. But I'm not sitting in front of you hearing the things and then pointing out the missed opportunities or pointing out the missed things that you could have been recommended for, you could have been the resource for you could have been the go to person, you could have gotten some money and gotten paid, like all of these things get sabotaged when you don't feel, again, you can either handle more or you, you, you know, don't trust it being easy and you overcomplicate the shit out of everything. So another thing too could be like social media and that has been, that has been even bigger of a kerfuffle than the website, right? The website was because I was magically afraid that I couldn't handle more, which I totally can. Like now that I've disproven that lie, it's, it's just comical how, how, you know, how long I made myself suffer with a really shitty website versus my gorgeous new one that I have now. But another thing was social media. Instead of going back and saying, okay, well, all of these magical rules that people that profess to be social media experts, because anyone can technically be a social media expert, um, but all of these rules that everyone's professing that you have to follow to be successful, they don't feel good to me. I like social media. I go on Instagram. I go on Facebook every single day. I go on TikTok probably, I don't know, once or twice a week. I go on Pinterest a couple times a week. So I am not shy to use social media, but I had this thought process. I had this limiting belief that if I didn't use social media in the way that everyone told me I had to, then therefore I couldn't be successful. Same concept, same mindset as like the whole website sabotage. So what did I do? I stopped people from finding out about the podcast. I stopped people from buying my my journal prompts. I've stopped people from buying my courses. I've stopped people from buying my affiliate links. I've stopped people from learning about the books I recommend and why I recommend them. There's all of these, again, missed opportunities that I sabotage because I was not willing to change my mindset. So do, do you hear the, the why this is important? It's not just because we should all have growth, we should all be, you know, getting clear on the path of all roads lead to. It's not just because of that. It's because all of these opportunities that could make your life easier, could make you happier, could make you more money, could give you more time. All of these things that we're wanting and craving and we're calling out into the universe, we're talking to our angels, we're talking to our spirit animals, we're talking to the the universe, mother earth, the grass, we're talking to God, we're talking to anyone that is freaking listening, our soul is literally out there begging, for love of all that is holy, please hear me, I need X, but they're like, okay, cool, and this is where I go back to, and I still, one day, I promise you, I will get the universe cafe, uh, like, YouTube clip created, but this is where I go back to, it's that universe cafe effect, right, and if you haven't heard the Universe Cafe, it's one of my older uh it's a little clip in one of my older episodes, but Cliff Notes version of the Universe Cafe is you go into the Universe Cafe, you sit down, it's a 1950 style diner, and you have the waitress come up to you and you say, I would like meat. And she's like, okay, cool, what type of meat? And all you do is you keep sitting there pounding like a two-year-old. I want meat, I want meat, I want meat. And so she goes back to the, the cook, and she's like, well, this crazy person wants meat. And the guy's like, okay, what type of meat? And she's like, I don't know, you pick. And then the universe delivers you, I don't know, chicken or tofurkey or... Um, you know, beyond substitute me and you're like, bro, I wanted a steak. And then the universe is like mother trucker, why didn't you just tell me you wanted a steak, I would have delivered you a steak. So it's the same concept of how you're sabotaging yourself, right? It's, you know, if you're doing all of these things, if you're making things hard, if you're over complicating things, because you're afraid you can't handle x, right? Then when the universe is listening to your desires, listening to your soul's cry of I want more, I want this, I want that, I want, I want, I want, I want. Please, I'm willing, you know, my 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 favorite prayer is I'm always willing to do my part. And when you're saying all of these prayers, the universe is trying its damnedest to get things to you. You know, the the whole serendipity of, oh, I got a referral for this and it came out of left field. Oh, I got this and it came out of whatever. All of that happens because you are doing these things in the background, whether it's conscious or subconscious, that makes you the most likely candidate to get growth. You're making it easier for people to buy from you. You're making it easier for you to be known for amazing customer service. You're making it easier for whatever the scenario is. But when you start to make all of those things easier, then it's super freaking easy for the universe to kind of truck on it and go, hey, you ordered a prime rib, and you ordered some corn and you ordered some sweet potatoes with the with the you know um the cinnamon butter, and then you ordered like this really banging dessert and ooh, also a chocolate martini. And oh, by the way, eating all of this stuff will make you lose five pounds. This is what you ordered, okay, coming right up. But if you don't stop and pay attention to where you're sabotaging yourself. All of these things that your soul is calling for, all of these things you're praying for, all of these things that can come into your life, and you can handle well, they just won't make it to you because you're literally you're doing the equivalent of you're asking for all these things, but you're taking like this like crazy, you know, steel shield and you're putting it in front of you like freaking I don't know. Um, I don't know, Captain America or something like that, and you're putting up this huge shield in front of you and saying, back off! Abundance, I, I revoke thee. I am not allowed to have abundance. Which, again, I know I'm totally mixing all the metaphors in this episode, but I want you to get my point. Like You can't, on one hand, say a prayer that comes so true from your soul that it, you can feel it deep in your bones. Like It shifts you. It's such a true thought process and belief in prayer like it grips you in such a passionate way that you're like, I am open and willing to blah, 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 blah. You can't say that prayer on one hand and then be like, brah, I'm, I'm willing to have a horrible website. I'm willing to not be on social media. I'm willing to not find a VA that is going to help me and make my life so much easier. And in the process, I get to pay her and I'm ecstatic to pay her. You can't do both things because one of them is going to fail you. So with that being said, I'm going to give you one of the journal prompts. Um, I want you to go grab the journal prompts from the Etsy store, go to the show notes, get all the journal prompts there, re-listen to this episode if you need to, and kind of go back into this episode and dive deeper with the journal prompts. But the one that I want you to think of the most is if you were, just like me, if you were meeting who you want to become 5, 10, 12 years from now, I don't like to think too much more than that, but if you're meeting you know, 10 10 years from now Maggie, or 10 years from now, you, and you are sitting at your favorite place and you're having a conversation, who is that person? I need you to tell me who is that person. What do they look like? How are they dressed? How do they sound? How is their energy? All of the things that makes them that person. I want you to describe it to me so clearly that I feel like I'm watching a movie. And then from there, we can start looking backwards at all the things you're sabotaging to make it to get... Super hard, if not impossible, to become that person. And then we can look at all the things as to why you're not willing to become that person. Okay? All right. With that being said, again, everything's in the show notes. Just one click, one shop, super easy peasies. And I am ecstatic for you guys' feedback on the website. I've already been getting really good positive vibes and positive feedback from you guys. So, you know, please keep it coming. And I promise you, I will figure out what being on social media looks like for me. And then maybe I'll even make it into an episode in the future. And one thing I've been thinking about is I've been thinking about what I want the next course to be that I create. Um, so I'm debating on whether I want something to be more money specific or if I want to, I actually have an outline for a future future me course. So let me know which one you guys would prefer. I, obviously right now, social, no, you know what? No, let's use this as an opportunity to not sabotage. You can DM me. You can Facebook message me. You can TikTok me, Uh, you can send me a note on Pinterest, you can email me, you can send me a a, a link in my show notes or a comment in my show notes. You've got tons of different ways you can reach out to me and I will happily respond, but I'm interested to see what you guys are wanting. Do you want more of a course on money and money mindset and money limiting beliefs or do you want more of a course on future me? Let me know. All right, I will talk to you later. Have a good night and happy unsabotaging yourself. Bye.